Hi, welcome to Rivers and Ravines. Today's episode is called Beware. Beware. Journey with me as we go down to the ravines as I share how I became aware that I did not have a relationship with God. Stay tuned. Okay, so I just want to put this out because this episode and the next episode I've recorded, um, it's very authentic to my journey. Um, and it just gets worse from here. <laughs> and when I say it gets worse from here, I'm just, um, there's more authenticity. I'm just being completely honest about where I was in my life before I truly started following God, right? So I, in this episode, I need you to remember, and the next episode, just remember that this season is called The Setup. So everything I'm getting ready to tell you in this episode and the next one, um, just imagine the basis is Houston, Texas, and I did not know God. Keep that in mind. I did not know God how I thought I did. So I hope you get a lot from this episode, but really the my ultimate message is to tell you what you need to watch out for. Okay, so when I moved to Texas with my sister in the first three episodes, I kind of take you guys on a journey of how I left Louisiana and eventually moved to Houston, Texas with my sister. Um, now I'm in Houston. I've gone through my grieving process. Well, I'm still grieving, but it's not as bad as it was when I first arrived in Houston. Um but I'm volunteering, I'm working, and I am officially enrolled in college, right? So set that aside, I have now found a church home. I found a church home. The church I found um, coincidentally was doing grieving counseling that really helped me kind of navigate through the season of grief that I was dealing with. So I decided to like, you know what, I'm going to actually start going on Sundays to like listen to the word of God, right? In the previous episodes, like probably episodes one to four, I kind of tell you how I grew up in the church, but I'm a person where trivial knowledge does not work for me. Like I have to find out information on my own. I need to read it. I need to learn it. I need to study it for myself or it's not going to stick. Um, so I, although I grew up in a home where church was a thing and they believed in God and they had a relationship with God, I hadn't personally developed nor found my own relationship with God until later in my life. So I say that to say this. When I started going to that church, I started um, going to church every Sunday. I was still working for Marriott um, and it took them a while to honor my request to be off every Wednesday so I could attend Bible study um, at the church I had found in Houston. Well, eventually they finally gave in and started giving me off every Sundays and Wednesdays so that way I could be able to attend church. And you guys, I just thought this was the greatest thing. Like I thought I was like top of the line Christian. I'm going to church every Sunday. I'm going to church every Wednesday. Look, you could not have told me that I did not know God. I did not have a relationship with God. But let me tell you, I did not. I did not have any type of a relationship with God. Um, and I share that story to say like, 
Although I was going to church every Sunday, going to church every Wednesday, I always had a brand new outfit to go to church. My hair was always in a new style. My nails was always done. Um, I didn't have a relationship with God. Like I honestly was going because the choir had sung good. It had made me feel good. It was just like a lot of different things that made me feel like I had a relationship with God. But internally, there was no fruit. I was not reading my Bible. I was not praying. I enjoyed being greeted by the elders. Oh, how you doing, Marina? Welcome back. I enjoyed the luncheons they did. Um, I Like I said, I enjoyed the choir, but nothing was ever sticking. Nothing was taking root for it to truly bloom and the word to be truly planted in my life that a heart transformation would happen for me to actually start following God. Um, and even if I'm gonna just go even step deeper, like when I was in Houston, which I'll tap on more in the next episode, when I lived in Houston, like literally, although I would go to church every Sunday, I would literally be in the church parking lot setting up crawfish uh, appointments like crawfish dates. I was sleeping with this guy, the same guy at the time. Um, I was literally, I would literally leave church and set up crawfish appointments, daiquiris. I call it crawfish daiquiris in a dick appointment. Sorry, that's a, that's the vaguest we're gonna get on here. Um, leaving church, I would literally leave church listening to trap music. Like I remember one Sunday I left, most of the dawn just came on. I was listening to most of the dawn, leaving the church parking lot, listening to zero, leaving the church parking lot. So I shared that story to say, beware of thinking that your repetition of going to church every Sunday Enjoying the music, enjoying the choir, being greeted by the elders, being greeted by just other members in the church. Beware of thinking that doing all those things, doing all those works, beware of thinking that that makes you have an intimate, deep relationship with God because it does not. When I tell you I was not reading my Bible, I was not praying, I did not know the character of God, I did not who. I did not know who God was and I did not know who he said I was. So beware of doing all those things, uh, all those outward things. And it seems like you have a relationship with God, but you don't. Um, and even and uh, just another short story I want to share. Um, I remember like. I thought I was on my journey. This is all when I thought I was on my journey with God. Like, oh yeah, I'm a child of God. I am a Christian. Listen, that was my favorite thing to say. I am a Christian. When someone told me that they were a Christian, I used to get excited. It was literally like a feeling of euphoria. You're a Christian? Oh my gosh, me too. Really? I go to church every Sunday. I go to church every Wednesday. The elders know me. Like, oh my, like, listen, I would literally give a bullet point of that I was a Christian, how I was a Christian, and what made me a Christian. And they were all works. They were all works. There was not a single piece of fruit. There was not a single piece of fruit that was rooted in me being a Christian. And when I say a single uh, piece of fruit rooted me rooted in me being a Christian was because um, I was not reading my Bible. Like I was literally going to church to listen to the pastor, and if it felt like he was talking to me, I was like, "Okay, that was good." 
if it felt like he didn't, honestly, I don't even remember that time. If I ever felt like any of the sermons was speaking to me, if any of the sermons was speaking to my spirit, because I was just so disconnected at that point, it was all about the routine. It was all about, well, I've been going to church all my life, so I'm going to keep this up. There was no substance behind any of it that I was doing on Sunday mornings, no matter what, I was in someone's church. I was in someone's church with a new hairstyle, a new outfit, nails done, and I was going to be clapping, throwing my hands up, praise the Lord. Um, And I just want to bring awareness to beware of that. Beware of that false sense of relationship, thinking you're going to church every Wednesday and Sunday. Beware of that feeling of euphoria, um, euphoria, um, because someone says they're a Christian. When I tell you, you cannot get me to say I am a Christian now. And it's not because I'm embarrassed by it or like I'm denying my faith. No, it's nothing like that. It's just because when you are a Christian, you don't need to say anything. People see it in your walk. I don't I don't have to say that I'm a Christian because it's seen in how I conduct myself at work, how I treat people, how I do my tasks wholeheartedly in my giving. It's seen in just in my life where I don't have to say it. You know, I'm a Christian by how I carry myself. You know, I'm a Christian by how I treat people. So I really want to bring true awareness. And this is just on my spirit to talk about tonight. Like God just gave me this episode tonight. Um, just to tell you guys what it was like when I was in Houston thinking I had the best relationship with God. Meanwhile, it was a replica of the parable of the fig tree. Like when God went to grab, it looked all pretty and beautiful on the outside. And when God and when God went to um try to get a piece of fruit, there was nothing. So he cursed the fig tree and it died. That, I felt like that was me. I felt like that was me. I was beautiful on the outside. I said all the right things, but I had no real relationship with God. So just be careful. Beware um, of falling into that trap of popular Christianity. Now, I just want to say how I always had a churchy saying, like literally you would talk to me. I would say one of the two things, praise the Lord, or I'm too blessed to be stressed, or I'm blessed and highly favored. Listen, I hate those sayings now. I hate them. I haven't said those things since like 2014. You can't get me to say them now. Ugh, I I'm looking, even saying it now, I'm like, I can't believe I used to say that. But I did. I did. Beware. Beware of thinking these Christian, um, these churchy sayings makes you closer to God, makes you believe that you truly have a relationship with God. Like every, I tried to make everything back in the day, like back in my Houston life, I tried to make everything about God. It was like, who are you? Like you have a personality outside of God. You have a personality outside of the church. There's things that's happening in your life. There's things that's happening in your relationship life. There's things that's happening happening in your work life. There's things happening in your family life. There are things that are happening where sometimes you just don't want to say praise the Lord. There are some things that piss you off. There's some things that upset you. There are some things you adore. There's some things that you kind of worry about, but you don't really know what to do. And your, your spirit is unsettled. Like I was so, I was cultivating such a false relationship with God that I truly didn't even know how to bring 
my true self to him because I was just stuck in that routine of doing something I've always done, trying to play the part, perpetrating, if you will. And it was perpetrating a Christian, perpetrating that I had a relationship with God when there was not a single piece of fruit. Um, Because I wasn't reading my Bible back in the day, I wasn't praying. I was literally just going to the house of the Lord, not feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit, nothing. I was just going because the choir made me feel good. It reminds me of um, the Bible verse now, because now I read the Bible. I know God. He knows me. Like I know the Holy Spirit. I hear those, but I, I know how God speaks to me. So reading it all, when I tell this story, or I'm just like talking about now, it just reminds me of that scripture that says, they honor me with their mouths, but their hearts are far from me. That was my life when I lived in Houston. That was my life. So every anytime my family or my sisters ask, Marina, are you going to move back to Houston? I'm kind of like, eh, I did not do anything right. And he said, like, nothing at all. Like, I was, no. You know, so I always have, like, and then I have to remind myself, that's not who I am anymore. That's, that's not who I am. That was just a place. That was a learning and growing place for me. So I share that to say, be where beware of that false sense of presence, that false sense of works that makes you think you have a relationship with God. Beware of doing the things that sound good. Beware of doing the things that give an illusion that you have a relationship with God, but there is no fruit internally like that fig tree God curse. You're seeing all the right things, but your heart condition is not right. You're not a changed person from the inside and out. You're not convicted about the things that God would have us be convicted about. You're not truly walking with God. So anyone out there that's listening and you are you maybe like myself, you grew up in the church, but um, your parents let it be your decision of how you would pursue God, how you would develop your relationship with God, or if you've never been exposed to the word of God and someone just told you about him and you are embarking on that journey yourself, or if you know God and you just have a tendency to sway like sometimes we do, I just want to remind you, and if this is not a reminder to tell you, beware, beware, be aware, and be careful of cultivating these fake relationships with God, these things that look good externally, but internally, there's no substance, there's no value. Because when I truly started um, forming a relationship with God, there was such a difference in my life. I pride myself on being a hundred percent Marina. God has created me to be me. Like I have my own personality. I'm on my own journey and there is not a single role model. There's not a single person I want to be like in this world, like no human person, nobody. The only person I'm trying to be like is Jesus and he's perfect. So, you know, listening to these episodes, we know I'm far from that, but I love God. I want to be like God. And so I'm going to let him refine me, refine my journey, refine my walk and refine my relationship with him. And he can do the same for you if you just let the fake stuff go. If you let the works go, if you let what it looks like go. It wasn't until um, I truly let all of that stuff go that he really, the word, like, and I started reading the Bible, the word really started to seep down into my spirit. And I remember when I, the first time I read, the first time I read, they honor me with their mouths, but their hearts are far from me. I was like, oh my gosh, Jesus just told me off. Jesus just like revealed to me who I am in the flesh. Like he just told me 
I know you're not who I think it like he just read me my rights like he just told me yeah you go to church every Sunday and Wednesday but you don't know me girl you don't know me that was a turning point for me that was a turning point for me um, because I didn't I wasn't truly walking with God in Houston it wasn't until um I got ready to move to Washington, D.C., where I truly developed my relationship with God, where I truly started to follow him, where the conviction started to happen, the conversion, the um, the justification, the sanctification. That all didn't happen to Washington, D.C. So all my stories from Houston is going to be like, like I was just acting the fool in Texas. And um, rightfully so. I probably was, especially when I tell you about next episode. I was, I was, but there became a lot of freedom. There was a lot of freedom when I started truly doing life with God for me, like not for what it looked like, not for, um, for the love of music, because now I don't care if the singer sounds good. I don't know. I don't care if she has an amazing voice, if he is, um, the best soprano I've heard in my life. If the Holy Spirit is not in that church, I am not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. So I can no longer be moved by choirs. I can no longer be moved by um, nice outfits and elders being nice and ushers being nice and nice church buildings and popularity. Those things can no longer move me because if the Holy Spirit is not in that church, I don't want to step foot in it. I don't want to go there. Um, And that's something I didn't take into account to when I lived in Houston before. Oh, it's a big church. They're nice. They want me to do it and I would and I would have just done it. But that was not of any type of benefit for me and what God had for my life and what he was trying to do in my life. So if you are out there and you are seeking and searching for a relationship with God and you just feel like something's missing, go ahead and do that heart check. Go ahead and do that life check, that reality check and see I'm going to church every Sunday my, I might be going to Bible study. I might, you might be doing all kind of busy work like I was doing. I was doing all kind of busy work, volunteering, um, in youth ministry. Like I was doing all kind of busy work, but none of it produced any type of relationship with God. None of it produced me knowing the word, me understanding the word. In the Bible, it talks about how, um, when, um, Wheats, um, be careful so that the wheats don't choke the word out of you, right? It's basically an analogy like if the word is not placed on solid ground, if the word's not in a place where you can retain it, you can hear a pastor preach a word and it mean absolutely nothing to you. It's not going to do anything for you. It's not going to change your heart. It's not going to change your spirit. You can read the Bible with a different, with a set of eyes that's not going to retain anything if you're not, if your heart is not open to it. That was the same condition that I had. Um, so be careful um, because that was a big stumbling block um, in my journey to try to discover who God was, was that it was, it was all about the look. And I didn't even realize it was a look at the time, but it was, it was, it just felt good. And because it felt good, I thought it was the right thing, but it was not. So don't be afraid to, to, um, inventory your life, take an inventory of your life, your church life, your relational life, and see if the things you're doing does are, am I bearing fruit in these places or am I just doing busy work or work that looks good or work that makes me look like a good Christian or work that makes me seem like uh, I'm just following God 
I'm not interested in what anyone else thinks my relationship with God is like. I do not care. I only care what God knows my relationship is like. I only care that God knows my relationship, what my relationship is. And if it's right, um, if you're doing it like if you're reading the Bible, you're discovering his character and his character, knowing about his character will eventually rub off on you. And then because you see how he conducts himself, you'll be able to know how to conduct yourself. You'll know, I know how to love because I've read and experienced the love of God. So that helps me love in my real life, love strangers, love my coworkers. It just really helps me to do those things because he has been my example. So when you're reading the Bible, you're praying, you're healing, you're hearing the word from a, um, a pastor or whoever you listen to, um, don't be afraid to do inventory and see Are you, is your relationship with God authentic to reading the Bible, to you praying, to you communing with him yourself? Or is it only because the pastor is preaching is when you feel connected? Because that's something you have to check. Um, Unfortunately, I know this person, like um, they stay in the church, stay praying, like, I mean, just have dedicated times, but their idol is the pastor. Like it's not God and then it's not God, then the problem. It's literally, let me go to my pastor, the church, and then God is third, right? That shouldn't be like, you have a direct line to God. And that comes through what the word of God says that, that serves as reminders. The word of God, sir, the word of God has promises. It gives us hope. It has prophecies. It has parables. And all of those things is just One big, it's a big love story of God's undying love of God's unwavering love for us. But it's also a story to help us get through this life on earth. Like it's there to help us, to guide us. The Bible said that the word of God is used for teaching, rebuking. It's literally there to help us and guide us through life. So don't be afraid to take inventory of your life and see. Do you really have a relationship with God or are you just a popular Christian or you're doing the popular Christian thing? And if you are, it's okay. Repent. Ask God to help you. Ask God to reveal those areas that you might not see. Ask God to help you um, to begin to develop a real relationship and ask him what that looks like. Ask, And he will, the Holy Spirit will begin to speak to you. He will reveal, he will remove some things. Um, and it's going to be really, it's going to be a trans, a, a, a beautiful transformation process. So now when um, I truly started walking with God, like literally I would read the Bible and how I read the Bible, like I read, I read the Bible um, chapters at a time. And then I have a concordance or my favorite dictionary is Easton's Easton's Dictionary and something that I just might not quite understand or I just want to understand what context it was spoken in. I'll research that. I might um, pedal through some blogs, listen to podcasts or different videos about some things. That's part of your relationship with God. When I tell you when I was in Houston, I was doing none of that. I was saying praise the Lord to stuff I didn't understand. I was like, hallelujah. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Terrible, terrible. So don't be like me. Don't be just going to church every Sunday, Wednesday, and then setting up crawfish and daiquiri appointments. 
listening to most of the dawn as you're pulling out the church parking lot. Don't be like me. Um, But if you are, there's good news. God loves you. He forgives you. Go repent and sin no more. And begin to build a true relationship with God.